Radio Mix, broadcasting to the world from the south of Spain. Welcome to It's a Way of Life with me, Steve Goody, here on Radio Mix 106. Tonight I'll be playing some great soul records associated with one particular label. In 1947, Ahmet Ertegen, Herb Abrahamson, and his wife Miriam started an independent record label in New York City, a label they named Atlantic. Growing literally from a one-room operation into one of the pre-eminent companies in a rapidly evolving music industry, Atlantic Label soon became recognised and revered around the world, a name synonymous with artistry and quality. Atlantic was purchased in 1967 by Warner Brothers, and to this day remains part of the Warner Group. Over its first 20 years of operation, Atlantic earned a reputation as one of the most important American labels, specialising in jazz, R&B and soul by Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, Wilson Pickett, Sam and Dave and the great Otis Redding. The great Aretha Franklin there from 1967 with Respect, a song originally recorded by Otis Redding in 1965. The music of the two versions are significantly different, and through a few changes in the lyrics, the stories told by the songs have a different flavour. Redding's version is a plea from a desperate man who will give his woman anything she wants. He won't care if she does him wrong as long as he gets his due respect when he brings the money home. However, Franklin's version is a declaration from a strong, confident woman who knows that she has everything her man wants. She never does him wrong and demands his respect. Franklin's version adds the R-E-S-P-E-C-T chorus and the backup singer's refrain of Sock it to me, sock it to me, sock it to me, sock it to me. Otis Redding recording many songs for Atlantic. On this next song, a cover of the Rolling Stones' I Can't Get No Satisfaction, is backed by Booker T and the MGs and the horn section from the Marquees.
Sam and Dave were an American soul and R&B duo who performed together from 1961 until 1981. The tenor, higher voice, was Sam Moore and the baritone was Dave Prater. From 1965 through to 1968, they released many hits, including the classics Soul Man, Hold On, I'm Coming, You Don't Know Like I Know, I Thank You, When Something's Wrong With My Baby, Wrap It Up, and many, many other Southern Soul classics. Except for Aretha Franklin, no soul act during the 1965 to 68 period had more consistent R&B chart success, including 10 consecutive top 20 singles and three consecutive top 10 albums. From 1968, this is You Don't Know What You Mean To Me. Okay, yeah, I got a little song I want to sing. Yeah! Eddie Floyd wrote the song. Oh, buddy. yes, he did, brother. And I believe I can tell the well about yeah. it. Yeah! He told me to tell him about my baby. Oh, 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 oh. oh baby, and I got to sing the song. Well, all brothers will listen to it. This is what Eddie told me to tell him. Go ahead and tell him about the song. Baby, don't you worry about your man. I'll be coming home as soon as I can. I've got love in the palm of my hand. It's got to get back to you as soon as I can. You don't know, oh, what you mean. One for all you Northern Soul fans out there now. This was released in 1966 on both the Fame in the United States and Atlantic labels in the United Kingdom. With Spooner Oldham, who was part of the Muscle Shoals rhythm section and played on hits like Percy Sledge's When a Man Loves a Woman, Wilson Pickett's Mustang Sally and Aretha Franklin's I Never Loved a Man on piano. This is Art Freeman with Slipping Around With You.
Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1991 and also aided by the Fame House Band, the Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section, on many of his recording, this is the wonderful Wilson Pickett with In the Midnight Hour. Wilson Turbington was a keyboard player, songwriter, singer, producer and notable early architect of the New Orleans funk and soul. He helped shape the sound of New Orleans for more than four decades. Influenced by the blues of Professor Longhair and the jazz of John Coltrane, Wilson made his first records while still a teenager in 1962. A few years later, he cut my next record. Better known as Willie T, this is Walking Down a One-Way Street. Just like rain Well, I'm all alone In blue as can be And I'm walking 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 up a one-way street Don't take much to please me But every day here lately Seems like all you do is tease me Well, I'm all alone in blue ass and beat And I'm walking, walking, walking up a one-way street Baby 
My next song comes from an artist that was born blind in Montgomery, Alabama in 1936. He attended the Alabama School for the Blind and Alabama State College, graduating in August 1960 with a Bachelor of Science degree in music. In 1970, he married Candy Statton, one of his backing singers, and they had a son before divorcing in 1973. He had a UK number two in 1970 with a cover of the chairman of the board song, Patches. However, from 1968, this is Clarence Carter with Looking for a Fox. up a band who started out as the rascals but when atlantic records signed them they discovered that another group the harmonica rascals objected to their release of records under that name to avoid conflict atlantic and the group's managers sid bernstein and walter hyman decided to rename the group the young rascals they were inducted into the hit parade hall of fame in 2010 and reunited for some shows in 2012 however from 1967 this is the young rascals with grooving
walking left for all the time away. I feel it coming closer day by day. Life will be ecstasy. You and me endlessly. According to Rolling Stone magazine, there have been 60-plus vocalists in the history of the Drifters, starting as a backing band for Clive McFatter in 1953 and in the early 60s being led by Benny King. In 1966, when this record was released, there were four different lineups in the year. This is the Drifters with Baby What I Mean. Arthur Connolly began his career with the group Arthur and the Corvettes. After releasing three singles at National Recording Corporation in Atlanta, he went solo, releasing one single at Baltimore's Rujak Records. Otis Redding then signed him at his own label, Jotis Records, where he released two singles. After some more singles at Fame, three, he went on to Atco Records, where he had a string of hit singles, including this one, Sweet Soul Music, which was released on the Atlantic label in the UK in 1967. Oh yeah, oh yeah 
James Brown, y'all. He's a king of the road, y'all. He's a king of the road, y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you like good music? That sweet soul music. Just call me the swing it. Oh, yeah. Radio Mix, the world's hit music station. Next up, we've got a soul vocal group from Houston, Texas. From 1967 to 1980, they released three albums at Atlantic and four at Philadelphia International Records. They had a local hit in their hometown and were signed to Atlantic in 1967, who released it nationally that year. It's time to get funky. This is Archie Bell and the Drells and Tighten Up. Dion Jackson is up next. He's known as a one-hit wonder in the United States, but has a bigger following in the UK, where several of his records and un- unissued recordings are being played to fanatical Northern Soul fans at all-nighters to this day. This is Dion Jackson with Love Makes the World Go Round. You know love makes the world go round love, baby, makes the seesaws go up and down. And it may 
Next up, a writer and performer whose first big writing credit was Pony Time, recorded by Chubby Checker. He went on to write Seesaw with Steve Cropper and Chain of Falls, both for Aretha Franklin. He initially sang in his family's gospel quartet and then founded the doo-wop group The Rainbows. He was definitely an important figure in the soul music explosion of the 1960s. This is the wonderful Don Covey with 40 Days and 40 Nights. Now, an R&B trio formed in 1962 as the Three Caps, with Samuel George as the lead vocalist and drummer, Don Storbell on backing vocals and guitar, and Richard Mitchell on backing vocals and keyboard, they recorded their first single called Dog and Cat in 1963. It failed, and in the light of a disappointing performance, the group dissolved and pursued other ventures. The mid-1960s, however, saw many dance crazes and one of the most popular ones was called the jerk. It consisted of holding the arms out in different positions and making thrusting movements with your hips. Though controversial for lewdness at the time, a particular sexual version of the dance had become popular in Detroit clubs called the pimp jerk. Storbell wrote a song about the pimp jerk, renaming it Cool Jerk, in order to prevent possible banning by radio stations. Realising the song had potential, the group reformed and with the help of Motown's house band, the Funk Brothers, released the record in March 1966. It reached number 7 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 2 in the Billboard R&B chart. This is Cool Jerk by The Capitals.
Early 1964, the then current lineup of Ronnie Hawkins' backing band, The Hawks, quit en masse and went solo as Levon and the Hawks. In 1965, the group were recruited to back Bob Dylan. They released three solo singles, and this is the B side to the first one, The Stones I Throw. Recorded in 1965, this is Levon and the Hawks with He Don't Love You. Next up, a song that was later to be recorded by the specials, but this is the original. Rex Garving and the Cravers were formed in 1961, releasing their first record, Go Little Willie, on Epic Records. Recorded in 1966, this is the excellent Socket to 'em JB, part one. Are you ready for this? I told you it was coming. Woo! JB, and he's ready to sock it to you one time. Get it, get it, get it. 
I make no excuses now for playing a different version of a song I played earlier tonight, but I need your help with this as I can find next to no information about the band. This is Little Mac and the Boss Sounds, with a song that was written by Wilson Pickett and Steve Cropper. Steve Cropper was the guitarist for Booker T and the MGs, and both bands feature on an EP released in France by Atco Records in 1966. Could they be the same band? I'll let you decide. This is Little Mac and the Boss Sounds with their version of In the Midnight Hour. Growing up, Joe Tex entered several talent shows and after an important win in Houston, he won $300 and a trip to New York City. He took part in the amateur portion of the Apollo Theatre, winning first place four times. This led to his discovery by Henry Glover, who offered him a contract with King Records. His mother's wish was that he graduate from high school first and Glover agreed to wait a year before signing him at age 19. He didn't have much success in the early years, but he was starting to build a unique stage reputation. Opening for artists such as Jackie Wilson, James Brown and Little Richard, he perfected the microphone tricks and dance moves that defined the rest of his career. Many, including Little Richard, claimed that Tex's future nemesis, James Brown, stole Tex's dance moves and microphone tricks. From 1967, this is Show Me. Show me a man. 
Solomon Burke was an American preacher and singer who shaped the sound of rhythm and blues as one of the founding fathers of soul music in the 1960s. He's been called a key transitional figure bridging R&B and soul. Due to his minimal chart success in comparison to other soul music greats, such as James Brown, Wilson Pickett, Otis Redding, Burke has been described as the genre's most unfairly overlooked singer of its golden age. Atlantic Records executive Jerry Wexler referred to Burke as the greatest male soul singer of all time. From 1965, this is Solomon Burke with Only Love Can Save Me Now. I'm only loaning out my lips, loaning out my arms, giving all I've got, doing myself harm. That's the end of another show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I'll be back next week with It's a Way of Life on Radio Mix 106. And don't forget, you can listen to all the previous shows on Spotify. Uh, I'm going to leave you with possibly the biggest soul band to only ever record one single together. The Soul Clan. It was a collective of American soul musicians led by Solomon Burke and formed in 1966. As started by Burke, the group included Otis Redding, Wilson Pickett, Don Covey and Joe Tex, but later both Pickett and Redding left. They were replaced by fellow Atlantic artists Arthur Connolly and Benny King. After the release of just one single, the collective broke up in 1969, which is such a shame, because what they left behind is pretty damn cool. This is a soul collective with Soul Meeting. Have a great week, everyone. Is Arthur here? Yeah. Is Joe here? Yeah, yeah. Where's Solomon? Right here. I see Don coming in now, man. Come on in the door now. And here come Benny with it. Benny, Benny, King, come on. Hey, man, Joe packing up his bags, man. Where you going, Joe? I'm going back to Baton Rouge, man. I thought you had a good thing going, man. I got nothing going up here in New York, man. Listen, huh. the rent up here. Much too high. And I'm just mad and make enough money trying to get back. Listen, I can't see. Got a room
times listen to this. Nobody gonna make me stand home. Honey, don't you invent the light with telephones that it go on. I'm gonna sing my soul songs. Sell love potions. Honey, from the Mississippi River to the land of Georgia. Don't you know? If they don't like that, I'm just gonna sell them a phone and steady get over, get over. Like a big fat rat now. Oh. 